In Jesus' name, as we come before the Word of God, before your very throne, we thank you this day that the Spirit of our God will open the hearts of every man, woman, and child here that they'll receive the engrafted Word of Almighty God. We thank you this day that the Spirit will work diligently with every heart. And we thank you in advance. In Jesus' name, and everybody say it. Amen. Hallelujah. You can be seated. Praise God. Turn with me this morning to Matthew, the 27th chapter. While you're turning to the 27th chapter, you might as well just turn to Acts, the second chapter. Praise the Lord. And if you've got an extra finger, turn, uh, turn to Hebrews, the first chapter. Hallelujah. You do all right unless you're nub-fingered. Matthew, the 27th chapter. Acts the second chapter. Hebrews the first chapter. Now, because that I'm not going to spend a lot of time going into teaching on a lot of things today, you might need to take your pencil and piece of paper and write down some of these scriptures that I quote and you go back and look over them. Today I'm going to talk about what happened to Jesus Christ from the cross to the throne what happened behind the scene. Not what the Roman soldiers saw, not what Mary saw, not what his disciples saw in the physical, but what happened in the spirit world behind the scenes. Praise be unto God. Matthew, the 27th chapter, the 33rd verse. He said, And when they were came into a place called Golgotha, that is to say a place of a skull. The reason they call that that, on the side of the mountain where he was crucified, it, ha it is a perfect form of a skull up there. I've been there. It is, above the, uh, 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 it is above the garden tomb where he was buried, and it looks just like a skull. You can see it from a distance, and you'll, it's just like a skull and crossbones, it looks like, on the hill. 34th verse, and they gave him vinegar to drink, mingled with gall, and when he had tasted thereof, he would not drink, and they crucified him. They crucified him there on the cross. He is the final, final sacrifice of the Old Testament. Jesus said, it is finished. When he said it was finished, he was not talking about your redemption. Your redemption was not finished on the cross. That's where it started. He was talking about the Abrahamic covenant. He was talking about what sacrifices were to be made under that old covenant. He was the final sacrifice of the old covenant. He was the Lamb of Almighty God. He was the Lamb carried to a slaughter. He was operating as the Son of Almighty God. He was operating as the Son of Man. He stood in for man. So whatever he accomplished in the death, the burial, and the resurrection, whatever he accomplished, whatever he went through, every born-again man has went through that process because he was your substitute. Because he was your standing, because he was acting for you. While you was yet a sinner, he died for you, praise God. He is acting as the Son of Man. 
He is acting as the Son of God, the Lamb of Almighty God. Praise be unto God. 45th verse, he said, Now, from the sixth hour, there was darkness over the land unto the ninth hour. And about the ninth hour, Jesus cried with a loud voice, saying, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, that is to say, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? On that cross, when Jesus hung between heaven and earth, he became sin for us. 2 Corinthians 5, 21 said he was made sin, made sin for us. He was made sin for us. He knew no sin that we might be made the very righteousness of God. When he was made sin upon that cross, it affected him spiritually. Spirit, uh, sin is a spiritual force. It makes a coward out of a man. Sin makes an inferiority, a man with an inferiority complex. It makes a man embarrassed in front of other men when he's operating in sin. Jesus became sin. He cried out with a loud voice, Eli, Eli, lama Sebastiani, my God, my God, why have thou forsaken me? At the moment he was made sin with my sin and your sin, that very moment the life of God left him and departed and he died a God-forsaken death there on the cross. There he hung between heaven and earth. The sin of the world was laid upon him. In 2 Corinthians 5.21, Blackwelder's translation said, In our behalf, God identified him with everything, everything in the whole realm of sin. Every single thing that was in the realm of sin, sin, sickness, disease, failure, poverty, depression, you name it, everything that came with the fall of man was laid on the Lord Jesus Christ that day. Hallelujah. He became a curse for us. He became a curse for us for his written, cursed is everyone that hangeth upon the tree, praise God. That day when he became a curse, he handled every sin, every sickness, every disease, every failure that had ever been against mankind and he delivered them out through his victory possession, praise God. Hallelujah. Black Brother said, in our behalf, everything in the whole realm of sin, everything in the whole realm of sin. Street Rider's translation said, laid the evil of the universe on him. Everything in the universe, no matter what it is, he said he became a curse for us and he redeemed us from that curse. He redeemed us. He's redeeming mankind back under Almighty God. He's annihilating everything that separated man from God. He annihilated it. There is nothing between God and any man today. I don't care who he is. I don't care what he's done. He is nothing between God and man. Now, that don't mean he'll get saved or born again, but he can. He is the way. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Any man that receives Jesus can come into the presence of God and have God's nature in him. Praise God. Hallelujah. He said, street letter said, laid the evil 
of the universe upon him. Everything, just think of everything that, that, that could be laid on him. Every sickness, every disease, every foul sin, no matter what it was. Hallelujah. No matter what it was, anything that happened after Adam fell in the garden, every sin, sickness, disease, everything that could separate God from man was laid on Jesus Christ. Everything. Everything. Do you believe he paid the price for it? Hallelujah. He paid the total price that I don't have to pay. Hallelujah. He paid a price I could not pay. He paid a debt that I owed. Hallelujah. That he did not owe. Praise God. Hallelujah. That day on that cross, hallelujah, when he became sin for me, he took everything that was between me and God. Now there's nothing between me and Almighty God. Romans 8, 23, I mean 6, 23 said, the wages of sin is death. When he became sin, he died spiritually, not physically right then, but the life of God left him and he came under the jurisdiction of sin. He cried with a loud voice, my God, my God, why have thou forsaken me? I mean, the life of God left him. Revelation knowledge left him. Everything left him. He's under the jurisdiction of sin. In Isaiah 52, 14, he said his vintage was so marred more than any man. He disfigured on the cross. He didn't look like a human being. Everything that was sin came on him there on that cross. Hallelujah. Praise be unto God. So the wages of sin is death, not physical death, because that was so. Every time you sin, you just fall over dead. Isn't that right? So the wages of sin is not physical death, it is spiritual death. A spiritual condition that separates God from man. In Hebrews 2.9, he said, He, by the grace of God, should taste death for every man. Every man. Taste death for every man. Praise be unto God. Death in the Greek is the word thanatos, meaning total separation from God. Actually, I'll put it just like this, as simple as I can. It is the nature of hell. It is the nature of Satan. Jesus came under the jurisdiction of everything that hell could bring against mankind. Hallelujah. He stood in for man. As Adam represented man in the beginning, blessed God, God sent the last Adam. Hallelujah. One man got us into trouble and another man got us out. Hallelujah. One man sinned and gave birth to a race of spiritually dead people, but Jesus Christ gave birth to a new race of people called the new creation nation. Praise God. Hallelujah. Every man that receives Jesus Christ as his personal Savior becomes refathered by Almighty God, receives God's life and his nature and comes into harmony with the Father God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. He tasted death for every man when he became sin. Jesus could not die physically. He could not die physically because he did not have a death-doomed body. He did not have a mortal body like we have. 
He had a body that had never been touched by sin. He had a body just exactly like that of Adam. Hallelujah. He had a body that had never been under sin's jurisdiction, but when he died spiritually, then this death spread to his physical body and he gave up the ghost. He died physically. Praise God. But he first, now you need to know that, that first he died spiritually. His spirit came under the jurisdiction of sin. It, it does not mean, spiritual death does not mean go out of existence. It means a separation from God. It means a sin nature. He came under the sin nature with my sin and your sin. Hallelujah. He did not have a sin nature, but he did when he took my sin. Hallelujah. He paid the price for sin. You know, bless God, people worry about someone going to sin. Afraid they're going to do something wrong. Well, I'm not. I have great confidence they're going to do something wrong. I have great knowledge they're going to miss it at times. I know that people's going to fail at times, but he's got First John 1, 9, and he said if you'll confess your sins, he's faithful and just. Faithful and just. Why? Why is he faithful and just? To cleanse you from all unrighteousness righteousness because he has paid the price for all sin. Hallelujah. Every sin in the universe. Praise God. God was personally present in Christ, hugging the world unto himself. Praise God. Reconciling and restoring the world to favor. They just don't know it. And preachers won't tell them. Amen. Hallelujah. Why won't they? Because they don't know it. Amen. You know, if a lot of preachers didn't have the demon of alcohol or abortion or President Clinton to preach on, they wouldn't have a sermon. Do you know that? Do you know that? That's right. I know preachers, that's all they do is figure up something to preach about President Clinton. Well, I tell you what, I'm going to mix my faith with him. I heard him say that he was saved. I heard him say, and Jay Blevins and, and Happy Caldwell used to go and pray with him when he was governor of the state. I believe the man to be born again, but I believe he needs teaching. Amen. Hallelujah. I believe that. I believe he needs teaching. Hallelujah. But I'm for him 100%. Didn't vote for him, but he's my president. And the Bible tells me to pray for him, not talk about it. So preacher, I heard him the other day on, on the radio talking about, yeah, he prayed for Brother Clinton. Uh, the Bible says to pray for those in authority. He said, I pray for him. Dear God, move him. Dear God, move him. No, that's not what, not what he's talking about, praying for him. Amen. No, that's not what he's talking Lord, I ask you to give him wisdom. Send advisors by his path that will give him correct, godly sound wisdom that he can be a, a man led by Almighty God in the White House. Praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. No, I'm not worried about sin. I'm not worried about you sinning. Praise God. It don't bother me if you sin. Hallelujah. If everybody gathered up here and got outside and chose up sides and had fist fights out in the front, it wouldn't bother me. I'd just laugh and go and get me a Diet Dr. Pepper. Praise God. Wouldn't bother me one bit. One bit. Hallelujah. You get through out there, I put a little mercuric on and two band-aids on you and pray you on back through and we'll head on towards the mark of a high calling of God. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the name of the Lord. 
Praise God, praise God, praise God. Matthew 27, 50. He said, when Jesus had cried again with a loud voice, he yielded up the ghost. His spirit departed from his body. He was taken down from a, on a rugged cross and, and he was carried and wrapped and carried into an empty tomb that never had a man laid in Joseph of Arimathea's tomb on top of the ground. But his spirit, his spirit that had been made sin descended into the prison house of suffering. It descended into the very heart of hell itself. In, in Matthew 12, 40, he said, As Jonah, as Jonah, as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of the whale, so shall the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. Jesus' spirit descended into the prison house of suffering. There he stayed under the hand of judgment. Under the hand of judgment three days and three nights for me, for you. Every sin had to be paid for. Every sickness had to be paid for. Every disease had to be annihilated. Hallelujah. Jesus had to redeem mankind back to God. And the only way he could do it was pay for it with his own blood. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise the name of the Lord. He said, when about the ninth hour, he gave up the ghost. He yielded up the ghost. And Jesus, in the 12th chapter there of Matthew, prophesy about what would happen to him. He said, as Jonah, as Jonah, as Jonah, as Jonah, praise be unto God, was three days. You know, I was in a church one time right after I got saved, and, and a lady brought that scripture up and said, you know, in Matthew 12, 40, said, as Jonah was three days and three nights, in the whale's belly, so shall the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. He said, and the lady said, where did Jesus' spirit go when he died? His body was carried in the tomb. Where did his spirit go? The preacher said, we won't get into that. We won't get into that. We won't talk about that. Now that's too, that's too sacred. We won't talk about that. In other words, there's a controversy. There's something there I don't really know about because I don't... See, he didn't understand spiritual death. He didn't understand that Jesus became the personification of every sin in the universe, praise God. Hallelujah! When he became sin, his spirit died. He cried out, My God, thou hast forsaken me. You've left me. He died a God-forsaken death on that cross. His spirit descended. I'm telling you, this redemption cost, folks. It cost. It cost the Son of God his life. It separated him who never sinned. A man, every sin in the world came upon him at one time. Hallelujah. 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 He said, as Jonah, as Jonah, Jonah was a type of, of the suffering of Christ. He was swallowed by a whale. He cries out. I, I mean, there's no escape. I mean, he's sitting there with seaweed around his neck. He's sitting there and those gastric acids are eating on his face. I bet he coming out when he did get relieved. I bet he was spotted as a leopard. 
Don't you imagine? Because uh, of those gastric acid. He said as Jonah, as Jonah, in the second chapter of Jonah, in the second verse, King James said, Out of the belly of hell cried I. Another translation said, From the pit of Sheol cried I. Sixth verse said, The earth with bars was about me forever. Good news translation said, The land whose gates locked shut forever. Jesus descended into the Alcatraz of the spirit world, into hell itself, where the gates shut, and there has never been one to come out of there, never been one to escape. There he is, he said, from the pit of hell, cried I unto God, my God, my God. There he stays under the hand of judgment three days, three nights, three days, three nights. Every demon of hell ganged up on him. They thought they had the Son of God. They thought they had defeated the last Adam. They defeated the first one. They saw Satan knock out the life of God out of Adam. They saw the life of God lead Jesus Christ and he came under spiritual death. They thought we've got the Son of God. We've defeated the purpose of God, the plan of God. We've defeated it. But blessed be God, that third day something happened. Hallelujah. There was something happening. Praise God. He was paying the price for me. He was there unduly. He deserved no punishment. He was there as the final sacrifice. Praise be unto God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. The gates locked shut forever. No one's ever come out of hell. No one ever's come out of hell. No one. Three days, three nights, all the demons of hell gathered up on him. We've got the Son of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, we've got him. The third day, 1 Peter 3.18 said, For Christ also has suffered for sin, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but quickened by the Spirit. Quickened means to make alive. The root word is Z-O-E, Zoe. Something happened to Jesus. He was put to death in the flesh. Hallelujah. His spirit underwent spiritual death. It was not out of existence. He was very much alive, but he had spiritual death. He was there under the hand of God three days and three nights, but that third day, that third day, that great and mighty God, the God that's more than enough uh, all through the annals of history, all through the annals of heaven, all through the universe, something wrong out so much, it very shook the very gates of hell because he said that God that's got more than enough said it's enough. The price has been paid for sin. The price has been paid to redeem back my man unto me. Hallelujah. And there in the pit of hell he was quickened, made alive. Hallelujah. Zoe, the life and nature of God came back into him right there in the pit of hell and when he did bless God he stripped off from himself principalities and powers and made a show of them openly hallelujah he drug Satan up and down the back out of hell and said there's your king he said close the gates don't let him ascend his throne but they couldn't stop him because it's something on the inside of him that'll blow hell right up mix the life and nature of almighty God hallelujah Someone shout hallelujah this morning. Praise God. 
Praise God. Praise God. Quicken. Lawback said his spirit was made alive. Cotton Patch, his spirit was made very much alive. Kenneth Weiss' translation said, made alive with respect to his spirit. Hallelujah. Hebrews 2.14, he said, as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he likewise took part of the same, that through death, through death, not physical but spiritual, through spiritual death, he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil, praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise be unto God. Amplified Bible said, by going through death. Philip said, by going through death as a man. How you like that? He stood for all of mankind. Adam stood for every man. What Adam did in the garden affected every man, woman, and child that's ever been born into this world. Spiritual death, sin got in and spiritual death came right through the door and it affected every man that came after Adam. Blessed be God, Jesus Christ opened the door to another realm. He said, I come to preach you the kingdom of Almighty God. Hallelujah. He said, go and pass out samples. Praise God. Heal the sick, cleanse the leopard, raise the dead. Freely you have received, freely give. Praise God. This is kingdom stuff. He said, I'm the way. He blazed a new trail right out of spiritual death into the very presence of Almighty God. Any man that wants to can walk out and leave the kingdom of darkness now. He said, I'll translate you out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. Praise be unto God. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Praise ye the Lord. Philip said, by going through death as a man, Good speed said that he might dethrone the Lord of death. He dethroned him. He is dethroned. Do you know what that means? He's not sitting on the throne of death now. He's not there. He has no lordship even in that spiritual realm of spiritual death. Hallelujah, he's been dethroned. He's trying to rule, but he's trying to do it like the mafia does. It's illegal. He's trying to run roughshod over men of God. I know it's places in the world that's solid darkness where he rules and reigns, but he's doing it illegally just like he does in the Bronx, just like he does in different areas of our country. Bless God, but he can't do it where you know you've got dominion. Praise God. He has no authority over anything uh, 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 that is born again. Praise God. Hallelujah. That battle raised, that battle raised there three days and three nights. Three days and three nights. All the demons of hell are gathered up. All of them thinking we've got the Son of God. All of them thinking we have defeated the purpose of God. Here is the last Adam. We defeated the first Adam. Now we've got the second Adam. We've defeated him. They had a celebration. They had a celebration. Man, they they run up and down the hot alleys of hell. Bless God, thinking we've got him. We've got him. We've got him. We've got him. The purpose of God's been thwarted. It'll never. It'll never work for God. My my King Satan will ascend to the throne. 
But on that third day, bless God, he said he was quickened, made alive, made alive, made alive. The life of God came back into Jesus and it said in Colossians 2, 14 and 15, said he stripped off from himself principalities and powers and made a show of them openly, praise God. He showed them what this thing's all about. He showed them what a, a man can do. See, he died as a man. He died as a man. Yes, he's the son of God. He's the lamb of God. But he was the son of man. He died for man. He stood for man. What, what he did, he was the substitute for every man, praise God. What he did affected every human being, praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Colossians 2.14 said, blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that were against us. They've been blotted out, folks. Yeah, I mean, I'm such a heathen. I've missed God. It's been blotted out. Get your lip back in your, in your mouth. It's been blotted out. It's been blotted out. It's been paid for. It's been paid for. Yeah, Rosa, you know, seems like I just can't get that. Well, just quit feeling sorry for yourself and look at what the Bible said. Hallelujah. Rise up out of that. Don't listen to that. Kind of like a woman call, used to call me all the time. Said, no, no, you know what? The devil told me. Always call me, tell me what the devil told her. Well, what do I want to hear that lie for? Huh? What do I care what the devil's done told you? I don't care to hear no bunch of lies. She called me one day and she said, you know what the devil told me to squander? You know what he said? I said, what did he say? He said, the devil told me you didn't like me. I said, he told the truth. Wow, <laughs> she hollered. I said, now ain't that a shame? Ain't that a shame? Don't listen to the devil. What if I tell you it wasn't so? Well, is it really so? No, it ain't really, really, really so. Now, but it's just really so. <laughs> Listen to this. What did he do? What did he do? Everything's against you. I mean, I mean, it's, it is written down. Do you know it was a record of every sin you had? I'm sorry, it was written down up to the cross. Past, present, future. Every sin in the universe. He didn't just handle it up to the cross. He handled every sin from the cross till he returns again. It's been handled, folks. Someone said, well, you tell folks. I've had preachers tell me, he said, you tell them folks that, you just give them a license to sin. Well, they don't need a license. They're going to sin, man. This folks going to miss it. You know, I never did know, but me and one more fellow never had missed it. Me and Brother Hagin, and you know, and I've been worried about him here lately. I ain't sure about him. But I know I ain't never missed it. Amen. But thank God for First John 1, 9. <laughs> Hallelujah. You can repent for lying there, see? Hallelujah. <laughs> Blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us, and took it out of the way, nailing it to his cross and closed the account. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise be unto God. Let me read you. Law back. Frank, Frank Lawback's translation of that. Y'all want to hear it? Uh, get a hold of what he said. Uh, it, it makes a clear translation. It said, God crossed out 
the whole debt against us in his account book. God crossed out the whole debt against us in his account book. He no longer counted the laws that we had broken. He nailed the account book to the cross, closed the account. <laughs> it's over. It's over. Son, it's over. Well, I know it, but Brother Sullivan, you don't know what I've done. Well, I'm not worried about what you've done. <laughs> I'm not going to stand up and preach on the demon of alcohol and the terrible things of abortion. And I'm not going to tell about all the bad things in the world and, oh, my, what, what have you been doing? And finally get you under conviction, get you down here squalling, bawling, hooping, and hollering. I'm not going to do that because I believe your sins is paid for. <laughs> I believe every one of them. Now, if you want to labor under the, uh, uh, under the burden of them, that's up to you. But you don't have to. You don't have to. They've been paid for. Yeah, but I miss God since I've been saved. Well, who hadn't? Join the club. I don't hang around miss it. I hang around the finish line. I'm pressing on towards the mark of the high calling of God. I ain't interested in missing it and falling down. God don't care if you miss it and fall, fall down and smear your nose all over your face. Bless God. Long as you get up and head towards the finish line. Long as you won't quit. Long as you'll be faithful. Bless God and press on towards the mark of the high calling of God. That prize, that prize. Paul said it's a prize out there. You can have it. What is that? that Christ. It is the hope of glory. It's finding out that Christ himself dwells in your spirit. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. He said he blotted all the handwriting against us out. The next verse said, in heaven spoil principalities and powers. He made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. Philip's translation said, having drawn the sting of all the power and authority raised against us. Everything Satan had against us, any power. See, he was the Lord of death. He had the, right, he had the authority over man until Jesus came. You know, even when, Job, when, when Satan came before God, God said, you can do everything, but he told him, Satan, don't take his life. He had the right to take a man's life. He don't have that right anymore. He does not have that right anymore. He does not have the right of death. He does not have the right to put sickness on you. He does not have the right to bring you under condemnation. Bless God, Jesus has delivered you out of the hand of darkness and translated you over into the kingdom of the Son of His love. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Philip said, having drawn the sting of all the power and authorities had raged against us, he exposed them, shattered, empty, and defeated. <laughs> That's pretty good. He exposed them. There's your king. He drove him up and down the back of the hill and said, look at that. That's him. That's him right there. That's him. He's totally shattered, empty, and defeated. Oh, and Isaiah said, when we see him, we're going to say, my Lord, you mean that's him? That defeated whole nations? That deceived whole nations? You mean that's him? I mean, he's defeated. Can you say amen? Yeah. He's the Saddam Hussein of the spirit world. He's gone. He's a goner. There's no firepower being put on him. Hallelujah. It was the life and nature of God that dwells on the inside of man. Hallelujah. Praise God. 
Cotton Patch said he stripped the top brass and power boys. Plain English translation said he disarmed all the power and authority and made them public show and dragged them behind him in the victory procession of Christ. Hallelujah. That's what he done. He drug him. He drug him up and down. I'm telling you, he stripped him. He totally totally annihilated his power, drug him up and down the back of his hell and said, there is your king. They tried to stop him. There's never been one to escape from that spiritual realm. Never. But when the life of God came into him the third day, I'm telling you, he blew a hole in that spiritual death and any man that wants to can leave that realm and walk into the presence of Almighty God. Ephesians 4 and 8 said, He led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. Hallelujah. That day he left that place. He went into Abraham's bosom and preached, said, Abe, listen, boy, I'm the one that God said was coming. He said, Isaac, I'm the one that was coming. He said, Daniel, I was the one that was with you there in that fiery furnace in the lion's den. He said, I'm with you. I was with you, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. I was that fourth man there, praise God. Hallelujah. Now I've come to redeem you back under Almighty God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Revelations 1 and 18, he said, I am he that liveth and was dead. And behold, I'm alive forevermore. Amen. Have the keys of hell and death. He rattled the keys. He said, there's your king. He said, stop him from ascending to his throne. He said, we can't. He's got the keys. He's got the keys. He's got the keys. He opened that door to hell. And he went over into the other side, into Abraham's bosom. A lot of people call it purgatory. But it was over in Abraham's bosom in the place where departed souls that tried to keep the law. The reason they couldn't go on to heaven because they were not spiritually alive. But he said, I am, I am. Said Abraham, as you delivered up your only begotten son, your covenant partner God, delivered up his only begotten son. Praise God. Now if you'll receive the work I've done, you can be born again. And he led captivity captive and said he uh, gave gifts unto men. Praise God. Hallelujah. He led a possession, a victory possession, right on into heaven. He drug his captor up and down in front of every, every evil spirit in hell. Every one of them knows that what he did is set down to your credit. When he was raised out of that thing, when he appeared unto his disciples, he said, now go ye in my name. You cast out devils. You have authority over them. They know it. It's the church that never has found it out. Amen. Well, you know, the devil put that on me. You know, and who was that fellow? Bill Cosby. One of them said the devil made me do it, made that popular, and it got so popular it got in the church. Yeah, the devil made me do it. No, he can't make you do anything. He can't make you do anything. Flip, Flip Wilson. <laughs> Don't be correcting me. I don't ever miss it. <laughs> he said, I am he that liveth and was dead, and, and I'm alive forevermore and have the keys of hell and death. I've got the keys. I've got the keys. He opened it up. He said, now I'm the way. He's done led the first possession out of there. 
Hallelujah. You know how I know? Because it says over there, after his resurrection, many of the old saints appeared to him all over Jerusalem. The graves were open. The graves burst open. He couldn't even hold plus God their bodies. They stopped by out there and Jerusalem got their bodies. Praise God. And when this glorified, this spirit that had this life went into them spiritually dead bodies, they was made alive and they were seen all over Jerusalem. Praise God. Have you ever read that? Have you ever read that? Praise God, praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. Turn with me, if you will, to the book of Acts, second chapter. Someone shout hallelujah. See, the reason this is so important, because whatever Jesus did is set down to your credit. It's set down to your credit, you whooped the devil. Me and the devil had a tussle, and I won. <laughs> Me and the devil had a tussle and I won, praise God. We had a tussle. When did we have it? I sent my man in. See, Jesus was in my jersey. Do you understand that? He was acting for me. Hallelujah. I'm number 88. Bless God. And out, out comes number 88. Hallelujah. It's like I was playing football. Hallelujah. And I got knocked sideways and I didn't know what town I was from, but they got my jersey off and they put it on the uh, best running back they had and it looked like number 88. He out running everything. Man, he's done made to. We done won. Hallelujah. Next morning, it's that old Sullivan. Number 88 won the game. Hallelujah. How come? Because the star, the superstar was in my jersey. Hallelujah. It set down to my credit. Hallelujah. It's set down to my credit. Praise God. Jesus was in my jersey. Praise God. Whatever he, whatever he done is set down to my credit. Praise God. Shout amen this morning. Hallelujah. 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 Second chapter of, of Acts, the 31st verse. This is on the day of Pentecost. This is on the day when they received the Holy Ghost. The power of God came on them. They began to speak in other tongues. 31st verse, Peter stood up and went to preaching. Hallelujah. He said, he seeing before spake of the resurrection of Christ. He's talking about the resurrection, the resurrection, the resurrection. That his soul was not left in hell, neither did his flesh see corruptions. Praise God. Two resurrections, his spirit and his flesh. Bless God. He, he left that place, descended, and carried, swooped them uh, Old Testament saints out there, showed them how to go even to the presence of God. The third day he stepped, stopped by up there at the empty tomb to pick up his body. Hallelujah. And there come, uh, Magdalene came to finish the embalming process and she got to the empty tomb and there's no one there. No one there. They said, my Lord, my Lord, where have they laid him that I can finish this? My Lord, you've desecrated his grave. But they, she turned and she heard a voice she'd heard before. It said, Mary. Mary, bless God. It ran through her soul. It ran through her spirit. And she turned and she said, Rabona, Rabona, and fell at his feet and going to worship and kiss his feet and he said touch me not touch me not for I have not yet ascended unto my God and your God and to your father and my father hallelujah the, uh, Hebrews 9 14 said he carried his own blood into the heavenly holy of holies and obtained obtained eternal everlasting
bring redemption for us. Praise God. Hallelujah. Don't touch me. I'm not yet ascended. But he ascended. He ascended. Carried his blood into the heavenly holies of holies and finalized our redemption. Right now there's blood on that mercy seat that cries out today. It's speaking from the mercy seat. It said all things belong to you because of this new birth. You're a son of the living God. You're a daughter of God. You're the temple of the living God. The glory of God lives on the inside of you. You are the Shekinah of Almighty God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. In Hebrews, Hebrews the first chapter, said, God who in sundry times and diverse manners spake unto the fathers by the prophets has in these last days spoken to us by his son. He isn't speaking by the prophets of old. Thank God for Isaiah. Thank God for Moses. Thank God for Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. But bless God, thank God for Jesus. Hallelujah. He's not speaking to us by the old covenant. He's speaking to us by his son. Praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. In these last days has spoken to us by his Son, who he hath appointed to be heir of all things, by whom also he made the world. Second verse, third verse. Who being in the brightness of his glory, the express image of his person, upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, he's purged our sins, He's purged them. You know what that means? Empty them. They're gone. They're purged. Do you know what purged means? Now, I can tell you what it means. I know what purged means. When I was a kid, it's a little crude example, but it'll, it, it, I'll just tell you, I had Annie, and she had mental problems, and she is always taking black draw. They call it black draft now. They've got uptown with the pronunciation, but black draw. And she thought, if she took it, she thought everybody else out. She thought I needed purging. And that would purge you, I'm telling you. Jesus purged you from all sin. No matter what was in you, it's gone. It's gone. He don't have nothing against you, praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. He hath by himself purged our sins and sat down at the right hand of majesty on high. The right hand represents the power of the living God said, being made so much better than the angels as he has by an inheritance, obtained a more excellent name. Now he's got a name more excellent than the one he had when he was here in the earth. Do you know the, the 70 came back one time and said, Master, even the devils are subject to us by thy name. Hallelujah. Well, let me tell you something. At that time, Satan had not been defeated. Satan had not been shattered. He had not been left empty, shattered, and defeated at that time, but now he has been by the death, burial, and the resurrection, and now he, Jesus reaches out from God and obtains a more excellent name than he's ever had. He's got one that's above everything. All things are subject to that name. Now he said, in my name go ye. I'm sending you out. In my name you cast the devil out. In my name, you take up serpents. What does that mean? That means you take that rascal up. Anytime you meet him, you take him up. Don't let him take you up. Don't let him run you ragged. 
You take him up. You get on the offensive. Praise God. Hallelujah. He's obtained a more excellent name than they. Fifth verse, said far unto the angel, which the angel said he at any time, Thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee. And again, see, again he becomes a son. He wasn't a son on the cross. He died spiritually. But again, I'll be unto him a father, and he'll be unto me a son. Now he's the son of the living God. Now he's God. Hallelujah. Now listen to him. Sixth verse, and again, when he bringeth in the first begotten into the world, he saith, and let all the uh, angels of God worship him. And the angels, he saith, who maketh the, the angels spirits and his ministers a flame of fire. But unto the Son, he saith, thy throne, hallelujah, O God, is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of thy kingdom. Here God turns to a glorified, resurrected man named Jesus of Nazareth who has went through death, hell, the grave, has the keys of hell and death. He ascends to the very throne room of God. He was once a dead man in hell with my sin and your sin, but now God the Father turns to him and calls him God, hallelujah. Turns to him and calls him God, hallelujah. Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever and ever and ever and ever a scepter of righteousness, praise God. Now you're king of kings. Now you're Lord of lords. Any man receives it can join your family, praise God. To as many as received him, gave he the power to become the sons of Almighty God. Even to them that believe upon his name, King of kings and Lord of lords, from the cross to the very throne room, the highest seat in the universe. Can you shout amen this morning? Hallelujah. Stand up on your feet. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, praise God. Praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. Your master sits at the highest seat in the universe. God the Father turned to him and said, Thy throne, O God. Called him God. Who did he call God? That man named Jesus. That man named Jesus. That man that was once in hell. That man that was once spiritually dead. Let me tell you something. What is God doing in the death, the burial, and the resurrection? He's producing a new creation nation. Anybody that receives him, blessed be God, comes into union with their God. Hallelujah. God himself moves to the inside of you. You become the temple of the living God. Hallelujah. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Are you here this morning and you've never been born again? That you've never been saved? You're not sure of your salvation? If you're here today and you'd say, I want in on this. I want to have the life of God. I want to be a son of the living God. I want, I want a new start. Bless God, you can have it this morning. It's called the new birth, being born again. Hallelujah. If that's you, you need to be saved. I want you to raise your hand. I want to pray with you. Hallelujah. 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 